Welcome to the TALON project. TALON stands for Teaching and Learning Online Network. As we adjust to the new COVID-19 reality, TALON provides a platform for sharing and discussing resources and practices for remote education. You can learn more at taloncloud.ca. Enjoy this episode. I'm Martina McFarlane. I'm a graduate student in uh, the SAPL faculty in planning and involved in the Talon project. And I have here with me today, Darby Henshaw, and I'm just going to get you to introduce yourself. Tell us a bit about uh, what you do. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, similar to you, Marty, I am also a student at the University of Calgary within the SAPL faculty for planning. Um, I'm just entering my second year of the program. And yeah, this summer has been a little bit different for me, but I've been doing some research within the safe growth community, which is essentially a crime prevention through environmental design initiative that incorporates a bunch of different stuff. But yeah, that's what I've been doing this summer. Um, yeah, born and raised in BC. So visiting Calgary is for school. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, so let's just jump into a few questions about your experiences with uh, the move to remote teaching over this past, uh, or I guess the winter term this year. Mm -hmm. um, so what was the biggest challenge when moving to remote learning in the winter semester? What wasn't working? I would say the biggest struggle was creating routine. Um, I, I think in general in the winter time, people have a hard time setting boundaries and setting their routine just because being tired, it's winter conditions, no one really wants to drive, but this kind of added an extra barrier where I was like, it's okay to sleep in a little bit. It's okay to watch my favorite show a little bit more just because I was at home. It was convenient, everything was around. And I really like the structure of being at school. Um, you know, you go in, you put in your hours, you go back and you can separate your personal life from your work life. Hard to do that as a student because you're usually passionate about it all the time. But yeah. I, I like those rigid boundaries and I, I couldn't find them when I was working at home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I definitely had a very similar experience to you. <laughs> um, it's hard when all those things blend together and there's just no way of, um, yeah, separating and really getting engaged in work, but also being able to separate yourself to like fully have downtime too. Um, For sure. And I think like just to add on to that point is that by not having that scheduled kind of boundaries, you're not making sure you're having social life and you're not making sure you're having those important factors that actually make you a better student, make you work harder just because you value the other things. So yeah, it's good to have a mix, but difficult when you're working at home without a schedule. So it's a lot of sense. <laughs> um, so on the flip side of that, I guess, what opportunities would you say are created by digital education? So what, what did you find was working well? Um, well, I felt like I could connect with people all over the place, just, just like that, you know, and, and that was great because I could have a meeting with one person then, I could have a meeting with one person five minutes later, and you're good to go. Um, 
but yeah, like the, the connectivity with, with online learning is, is fantastic. And I think we were just starting to learn it then. So I bet it's even better now and knowing the softwares and whatnot, but yeah, I think that would be one of the biggest pluses. Mm -hmm. Definitely. It makes it so that you're able to connect with people all over the world too. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're, you've been in uh, the Vancouver area pretty much this whole time for the last little while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then what would be your most used software tool? So it doesn't have to be, I mean, it could be Zoom, could be anything that we use mm -hmm. in class, but it could be something that you personally have come across outside of that as well. Okay. Um, I would say for me, it was, it was Zoom primarily just because of, uh, that was the tool that was used by the program. Um, yeah, I, I've used WhatsApp a lot too, but that's just for personal stuff, staying close to family within that time. But um, yeah, Zoom has been definitely a great resource for, for school. You can share the screen and, and whatnot and it just, it's pretty user friendly. Mm -hmm. um, and what would be your recommendations for online education from a student perspective? Hmm. I would say that there needs to be a thorough breakdown about expectations. I think that if you don't outline the expectations, it's extremely difficult for somebody to keep emailing and asking questions. And you're just going to have this flood of information from all these different areas where you just get confused. I felt like there was a lot of confusion within my classes, um, mainly just because of that. Like, what are the expectations to begin with? And then what do we do now because it's all online learning? Um, especially because a lot of our work is done in partners and in groups and in a peer setting. We need to know, you know, what's expected of others and, and how are we going to go around that barrier of not being able to be with each other, right? So I think if, if the professors and students maybe create that threshold of like understanding what's expected from each other, then it can be a lot smoother sailings. Mm -hmm. Um, and then following that, which is kind of a, a broad question, but what do you expect higher education might look like in 10 years or even just in the future? Um, hmm. I do think that this was a great opportunity to take the chance and understand if online learning could be a possibility. Um, you know, people, people all around the world move long distances to pursue education and you know, it's, it's one of those defining things, like I'm off to school and um, I think that this can really help people that might not be able to afford that opportunity to go to school so far away um, to get the chance to be there with us, you know, and, and maybe it will even encourage more people to apply, right? Because we want a diverse community within higher education. That's how we learn better. But I also see, on the other hand, that it is great to be with each other. And education, you, you, if you lose that communication in person, it's a tool and it's a skill that is, is learned. And, and you, need to, you need to work on the interpersonal skills side of things or else you can't apply the educational side of things. So 
I go back and forth, but I do think that there will be a lot more opportunities for online learning for like international students and and other things like that sort. But I do think that this has also shown that we really need to be in person as well. Like we can have the option to work far away, but we need to we need to be in person. That's how we learn best. Mm -hmm. so, back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> so um, was your <laughs> without getting too specific, do you like online learning? <laughs> um, I think I'm I'm indifferent. I, I think it's okay. It's it's a tool that I understand needs to be used right now to get my degree and I love what I'm doing, so that's great. But I'm a very, very social person and I think everyone in my class would know that I love I love checking in on you and I love talking and making sure everybody's doing okay and I just feel like part of my experience is taken away from me in that sense mm -hmm. um so yeah I guess I guess I can learn online but the the great parts that come with learning I don't like I don't enjoy that I can't do <laughs> that's fair it's, as much yeah it's been interesting talking with um instructors and other people as well and hearing that that's one of the biggest losses for them too, is those little huddles and those little mm -hmm. discussions that you have, um, you know, as, a, as an instructor with your students, but also just the students amongst themselves and being able to sort of read cues from people. And that is just, it's absolutely lost. For sure. And I think that we create such a good sense of community within education because it's something that brings everybody together, you know? Um, so, Without that community, it's it's really it's really hard. Like yes, we can use this tool to connect. Like I said before, it's great to connect with people all around the world, but it's I believe it's a little bit of an ingenuine connection. I think it's great to to con to be together. So mm -hmm. yeah, we need that community. <laughs> we do. It's definitely interesting to see how uh, people are making little changes, or now that we know it's going to be a bit more permanent that we're online for the fall at least mm -hmm. um you know maybe there will be some creative things that come out of that to try and recreate those little connections but i guess yeah that's to be seen um yeah thank you so much is there anything else that you wanted to add as a last last bit of info to the conversation uh, i guess the last thing i'll end on is that i do feel extremely blessed to still be able to go to school right now you know, learning is, this is learning just by doing this. You know, this is a great opportunity to deal with something that isn't ideal, but we're getting through it as a community. And being somebody that's going into a field that such as planning, it really gets us to, you know, understand what kind of barriers can happen and assess these issues and work harder to make it more accessible for future endeavors this is just another thing that humans have to learn from and yeah uh, i think we can put a positive spin on this and, and get some great learning opportunities from it so yeah awesome well i'm excited to see what happens and excited to see you in classes in the fall thank yeah, you for sure <laughs> no problem
This episode was produced by Talon. You can find the video of the interview and more at talencloud.ca. The Talon Project is funded by the Richard Parker Initiative. It is hosted at the School of Architecture, Planning and Landscape at the University of Calgary. Thank you for listening.